Hello and welcome to the Meta Spiritual Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Madison. In this podcast, I weave spirituality with the latest metaverse, NFT, and Web3 cultural trends. I'll be speaking with writers, artists, musicians, creators, founders, visionaries, and leaders who are building a conscious Web3. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Tori Madison, and I am live at NFT London. I'm with my new friend, Sina. So, Sina, how are you today? I'm very good. It's a lovely day in London right now. Uh, And yeah, very, very glad to be with you today. Wonderful. Yes, it is lovely here. The sun's out. We've got some blue skies. And so, Sina is head of growth at my NFT, and they have a really, really cool activation, probably the coolest activation I've seen at NFT London, which is an NFT vending machine. So tell me about this concept and um, your idea for this concept, and I'd love to learn more. So when I first joined the company in February, um, I was like one of their first hires. I was maybe like, I was maybe hire number, I don't know, five or six. First first one in in the growth team, in the marketing team. First, like non-development hire, and our whole mission—the reason why I was attracted to the role in the first place—is the, the, the technology that was being built was breaking down all the barriers and friction points that there were to NFT entry. So we're talking like MetaMask, we're talking crypto knowledge, we're talking gas fees—all these things that put people off actually getting into this space and learning about what NFTs are and the, how revolutionary they can be. And so. That's what attracted me to the role in the first place. And as soon as I'm like head deep in a role, I'm just like always thinking about how can we get people to know about us? How can we change the way that that things are being done? And I was like, oh, well, one of our values is accessibility. It's our main value of what we're trying to build in this space. And I was thinking like, what's the most accessible way of buying anything? And I was like, well, a vending machine. You don't need to deal with anyone. You You don't need to, I don't know, go into a shop. You don't need to really do anything you can just tap your phone select what you want and then it just drops down and it's yours you don't need to talk like it's it's as easy as you like and in a world where there was just so much friction into buying an nft i was like this needs to happen in this space and so we were planning this for a long time i was planning it since maybe march um it put got put on hold because we were like developing and things like that and it's just so like coincided with nft london we got permission from the council in order to do this. It's been a long time coming. So for the last two months, it's pretty much been my full-time job, which is a vending machine. Um, so yeah, we combined the two together. We got 40 different partners involved. Uh, and yeah, we put them in the vending machine, basically. So now you just tap your phone, select the one that you want. Um, so tap your phone like contactless, so Apple Pay, Google Pay, whatever. And a random NFT drops down. You scan the QR code, and then it's yours automatically. You don't need to set up a MetaMask. You don't need to worry about gas fees. You don't need to like what, even know about crypto. Nothing like that. Um, you can uh, loads of people that have come come today, and we've sold about a thousand NFTs. Uh, a lot of them are like that. It's their first ever NFT because people on the street, like regular people that have come, you know, tourists that are looking at Big Ben and the House of Parliament, they've come over and it's their first ever NFT. Like one of them, I'd literally tell them what an NFT was. And they're like, oh, that sounds confusing. It's like, no, you can just like tap, do, do contactless and it's yours. So, yeah, it, it just reiterates the point that NFTs don't need to be complicated. They can be incredibly easy. 
And the wonderful thing about what we're what we're building, well, yeah, within NFT London, the community as a whole is that everyone knows this and everyone's on the same page. So, a vending machine selling NFTs just seem right, and it's the first one in Europe, which which we're really happy about. That is super cool, and and you know that's one of the things that drew me to to the vending machine because you have a huge sign that says zero gas fees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also, so you're partnered with forty artists. NFT artists, artists and businesses. And so businesses. we want to okay. provide a real variety of NFTs because if it's your first ever NFT, we want to showcase what NFTs can be rather than just like PFP projects or like we want to showcase, you know, there's a huge variety of what you can own. And so in the machine, we've got augmented reality NFTs. We've got NFTs from Doctor Who and Thunderbirds, you know, really like heritage brands from, from Britain. Um, we've got fractionalized physical artwork pieces that are in like museums in Amsterdam. We've got ones that, uh, if you own it, with the Negroni Society, if you own it, you get free Negroni sent to your house for a month. So stuff like this, like wow. this showcases, this I don't know, great. you might have got that one, who knows? Um, <laughs> so this showcases how amazing like different types of entities can be. And we were very specific because we got a lot of like, different partner requests. Um, but we're very selective because we want to showcase how, how diverse NFTs can be. That is that's super super fascinating, and it can be overwhelming for somebody who has no idea what an NFT is. I know it was for me just the whole process. There there is a big barrier to entry, and so I think it's it's cool though because it's kind of like a mystery game. It's just like yeah. you, you choose the letter and the number within the vending machine, and you're not sure which NFT collection you're gonna get. Exactly. And so um, I I just uh, participated, and I I, I have. Mine. I haven't looked at what mine is yet, but I'm excited and I'll be sure to let you know. So um, thank you so much for coming on the My Meta pleasure. Spiritual My podcast. Pleasure. I do want to talk to you more about how did you get into the Web3 space? I just, um, my previous background was in financial technology, financial innovation. Really, really boring. Wasn't as sort of innovative as I would have liked. They shut down a lot of my ideas and things. And the reason why I liked Web3 was just because of how early it was. And it really, like, I am massively personally driven by impact. As I know loads of people here are, we share, we share similar sort of, like, values, I would say. And so with, with that value, like, that I have, given how early this industry is, it, it, it showed to me how, like, impactful it can, I can be personally within this space. Um, I have like I had a ton of ideas of how this space can evolve and how a lot of like existing business models that this technology can 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 revolutionize like stuff around ticketing and events and like obviously like merchandise there's experiences both offline and online and merging those two together it's very difficult to do that with existing web 2 technology I understood this but I felt like a lot of the people in this space at the moment were missing that point well at least when I joined they were just it was, it was in the middle of the bull market, I guess. It was just going down, I suppose. Um, and, like, people were just speculating, making money very quickly, buying a lot of rubbish projects. They weren't really great. So, they're, they're in my opinion, missing the point of what this technology can bring because I looked at it from a very much a business standpoint rather than a making money standpoint. And I think everyone here share, shares a similar experience because, like, we're in a bear market right now. People aren't here to speculate. People are here to build long term. Right, right. And so, yeah, I really share the vision with everyone here, I'd say. Mm. So um, what is the vision for my NFT? 
For my NFT, uh, yeah, it's very. It's, it's, I guess it's a bit different to my personal because it's just like this space could be huge, and we're like one segment within it. But so personal, what what's some of the top the the top few things that that you believe the industry can go in, and then and personally, then I think it's a way of creating liquidity in a lot of markets that have traditionally not had liquidity in. That's what I find really interesting. So stuff around. Like domain names, we're actually doing at MyNFT. So if you want to like buy a domain name and then like like buy a domain name that's already taken, like how do you do that right now? It's like almost impossible. So you have to go to a broker, and then the broker has to go to a third party. It's just like such a laborious process. Whereas if you decentralize that, then it's so much easier, and that's what we're doing. And also to like fractionizing it as well, so you can like own a, own a part of like very premium um, domain names. So there's loads of stuff like that, like ticketing. I find really in interesting because so many people are being affected by, say, if like Kanye, I mean not right now, Kanye, but like any any other artist releases tickets, like they sell out very quickly because of bots, right? Totally, um, totally. Yeah. They just the bots eat all of them, and, then, and they go on like Viagogo or like StubHub or whatever for like two, three times the price, and the fans and the artists lose out because Definitely. they're just bots. Whereas if you build an NF, like NFT NFT for that then like you could put a maximum price and the, and the artist could earn a royalty on the secondary sales anyway so no one loses out the fans don't lose out and that will that will that will get bots out of the market instantly because there's no profit incentive for them anymore right right so right. it's stuff like this that like this technology can solve business problems that have been around for ages that this technology can come around only this technology can help you know um, so there's just so many different use cases but for us as a marketplace we're building a uh, completely multi-chain interoperable marketplace for where my we was, NFT. yeah with my nft so it'll be multiple different blockchains right now we support polygon ethereum moonbeam moon river but eventually it'll be like solana flow tezos and then that would just continue um so that if you, if and also separating the ownership layer to the payment layer which basically means if you if you bought an nft on ethereum you can sell it for like polygon or fiat or, or whatever that's the really revolutionary thing because you create liquidity in, in block. So we're really like completely blockchain agnostic at that point, and what that means is like you can just transfer NFTs like effortless, effortlessly. It's a lot easier in that space and more, more, a lot more inclusive. It's not like when brands come to us, they're like, "What blockchain should we be on?" It's like we don't really care because the the ownership and the payment layer are, are separate. Similar to like the eBay experience because it's like if you sell something on eBay. You you, would, you you give out different payment options. You give out Visa, Mastercard, but also like cash on delivery. Like we're building technology so that theoretically we could even accept gold for an NFT. Like we could, so the vending machine could even be like accepting gold. Like we don't know <laughs> because the potential is there to do that. That's really great. So, so interesting. I really appreciate your time. And um, is there anything else at NFT London that you're looking forward to experience? While while this is going taking on going taking place, I just think I love people's reactions to seeing the vending machine. It's this like really blown my mind. It it's has really, been cool. Yeah, it yes. surpassed my expectations massively because I didn't think it would be take off this much. But like yesterday, we had queues going like so far back, and we had journalists coming, and photographers, influencers, everyone. And right, and you guys kind of made a made a splash here in London on on Twitter, and, and yeah. who reached out to you. Uh, like Bloomberg, Forbes, I think was, I don't know if it's the official Forbes or like a Forbes dot something wrote about us. Or like, oh no, just from the IRS perspective in the, in the oh, States, right, we have yeah. the IRS and here, we, tell, tell We haven't story, gone public hilarious. about this, so this is an exclusive oh. for you guys, but <laughs> HMRC, which is the equivalent of like 
listeners in the US, the, the equivalent of IRS, reached out to us on the first day um, being like, yeah, we've seen what you've done with the vending machines, like we need to talk. I think they got the wrong end of the stick. They wanted, they were, I think they, they thought we were doing vending machines across the country. And obviously that might pose a problem to them because it might open up things about money laundering. I don't know what their, what their take was. I, I'm not sure. Um, but I mean, we, we ver- verify people before they join anyway, like email passwords. So I don't know. But it's still quite interesting to get an email <laughs> yes. from them. Like we were definitely making noise if, if like yes. government and bureaucracy were getting in touch with us. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. And then also while, while I was here um, with Sina... I witnessed somebody win an NFT that was worth a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. And that was really exciting. Um, so, so as you mentioned, yeah, it's just it's just great to be here. The energy is really vibrant. There are people from all over the world, and so um, it's been a great experience so far. So, for thank sure. you so much for your time, Sina. I thank really appreciate so it. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Meta Spiritual Podcast. I'm Tori Madison, your host. I'm a researcher, writer, and publicist in the Web3 space. I work with conscious Web2 brands to help them transition into Web3. I help with community building, PR, marketing, business development, visibility, and exposure. So I'd love the opportunity to work with you if you're building a conscious project in the Web3 space. You can find me over at LinkedIn at Tori Madison, T-O-R-I-M-A-D-I-S-O-N. Thanks, guys.